Hey, Dog Days listeners, it's Thursday, August 12th, 2021, the 12th day of the challenge. If you are here for topics in endurance sports, you are in the right spot. I am doing a temporary challenge that began August 1st, and you can find out what that is by going to that episode on August 1st. If you have been listening, I've spent the past few days talking about isotope fractionation, but we're going to switch gears here and talk about something else. Stable and radioactive isotopes are used extensively in both diagnostic and therapeutic medical applications. These include studies of human body composition, energy balance, protein turnover, and metabolism. Radioactive isotopes are a key to a host of medical imaging techniques and are widely used to target and kill cancer cells. One thing chemists can do is to artificially enrich an element with a particular isotope. We can then use this as a diagnostic tracer. Tracers of various isotopes are very useful. For example, zinc is an important mineral playing a a role in the immune system, cell growth, wound healing, the breakdown of carbohydrate, and our sense of taste and smell. So for example, if a patient were to complain of loss of taste or smell, a doctor might decide to check the patient's ability to properly metabolize zinc. There are four normal zinc isotopes we ingest in foods. Zinc-64, which makes up 49 of all zinc. Zinc-66, 28%. Zinc-67, 4%. And Zinc-68, 19%. All of these are stable isotopes. None of them are radioactive. All of them pretty much do their jobs in our bodies, more or less. Our bodies don't really care about which one it encounters, generally. So, suppliers can make and sell zinc supplements that are 90% zinc-67 instead of the normal 4%, so highly enriched in zinc-67. This supplement is then given to the patient. If the patient metabolizes zinc correctly, the zinc-67 excreted by the patient would be diluted by the zinc already in the body. So the zinc-67 will be excreted at a significantly significantly lower rate than the 90% zinc-67 supplement that was given. If zinc is not being metabolized properly, it will go right through the patient and be secreted or excreted as 90% zinc-67. There you go. Simple as that. Brilliant method of checking zinc metabolism just by giving someone an enriched, an artificially enriched uh, zinc isotope. The same thing can be done with all sorts of minerals. We can talk about calcium, magnesium, iron. You can look to see if a person is metabolizing them correctly by giving them an artificially enriched isotope of one of those minerals. So that's all I have to say about zinc and tracers. I was going to end right there today, actually, and start giving some at least one more example tomorrow. I have a really complicated one I might try to do tomorrow. I'm kind of beating my head trying to understand it. But here's a, here's a different thing. This is not about tracers. It's something I found when I was researching zinc tracers. And believe it or not, this goes back to isotope fractionation again, just by coincidence. So see if you can follow the following paragraph I'm about to read. It's pretty nerdy, and I didn't even understand all of it myself. 
The zinc concentration in breast tumors has been known to be greater than healthy breast tissue for some time. The cell processes attributed to this are an upregulation of zinc importer proteins, zinc transporter proteins, and the metal binding protein, metallothionine. Our study found, this is a, someone uh, reporting their own research, our study found that the zinc concentration changes in breast tissue from healthy to malignant states were accompanied by an isotopic enrichment of tissue with the lighter isotopes of zinc. This indicated that methionine passes zinc to the zinc transporters responsible for the sequestration of this metal in breast cells. As the tumor cells are enriched in the lighter zinc isotopes, due to mass balance, a complementary heavy pool must exist. If this heavy pool is in a distinct reservoir, it may be used as a biomarker for breast cancer. Importantly, the processes of isotope fractionation will occur from the beginning of the disease, so a biomarker that measures this change may enable detection at earlier stages also. So let me rephrase all that paragraph. The idea is this. Someone or these researchers found that breast tumors are enriched in the lighter isotopes of zinc, the lighter of those four that I mentioned. Therefore, someone else, somewhere else in the body must reside the heavier isotopes, right? They must be there around there somewhere. For example, maybe it's in the blood. So if so, you could just take a, a do a blood test on someone. If they have higher levels of heavy zinc isotopes, that's an indicator that the person may have breast cancer. Unfortunately, they did do this. They did check uh, the blood of people with breast cancer and they did not find elevated levels of heavy zinc isotopes in the blood. But this research is just in its beginning. Possibly they need to analyze the blood in a different way or they need to look for different places for this heavy uh, concentrations, or these, for these concentrations of the heavier isotopes of zinc. Um, as you can see, the researchers are still working on finding this. Similar approaches have been applied by a number of research groups across a range of effective pilot studies showing the relevance and usefulness in using this metric to understand the underlying mechanisms of a condition or disease, and in some cases provide a sensitive early biomarker. Included in these studies is a recent surge in application of these techniques to cancer with publications in the use of calcium metabolism, metabolism in monitoring myeloma, copper metabolism in liver, breast, and colorectal cancers. These studies represent what is considered to be the tip of the iceberg in terms of what this approach has to offer. So this is something you may see in the future, isotope tests for cancers or other conditions. Uh, analytical techniques keep improving, so keep your fingers crossed. And that's all I have for today. Talk to you tomorrow.